episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bedrick. All of our life experiences contribute to a belief system, and this belief system is the lens through which we see the world. We hear a lot of people talk about limiting, limiting beliefs and the impact of our core beliefs on our relationships and our performance, our daily functioning, basically our life outcomes in general. Imagine if you're wearing green glasses, so your glasses have a green tint to them. Everything you see is going to have a green tint to it. But then imagine friend or a family member, partner, the glasses that they have on, maybe they have a purple lens. And so everything they see is tinted in purple. This is the best way to describe our belief system. The way that we see things is not necessarily the way that somebody else is going to see the same exact thing. And this is all influenced by the belief system that is developed throughout the lifespan. Our core beliefs start to develop in early childhood. And so this is the result of our interactions with our primary caregivers. Very early on, infancy, as a toddler, all of these messages that we receive from our caregiver, whether we are attended to, we're, we're nurtured, maybe neglected or abused, whatever these experiences take place at that time, they are going to influence the belief system that starts to form. And then this belief system is reaffirmed throughout the lifespan by multiple other situations. So whether it's interactions with teachers or with peers, with other family members, the belief system that we start to develop is then reaffirmed and we just strengthen it over time. Imagine if you, an image of a Pac-Man, and so the, the Pac-Man's face has a triangle mouth. And imagine that when you go throughout your day, there's all of these events that, that feed into this Pac-Man. So that Pac-Man, we are going to call that your core belief. And so a very common one with the clients that I work with, it's the belief that I'm not good enough. And this belief might have developed through abuse or through neglect or through maybe even parents who did the best that they could, but still just were not able to meet. They didn't know how to meet that child's needs in the way that the child needed. And so the child was left feeling unfulfilled and they they were not emotionally attended to in the way that they needed. And so then this belief of, of I'm not good enough follows them throughout their life. And so if you imagine the Pac-Man being a core, the core belief in your head and that belief being I'm not good enough, and then all of these events that take place throughout the day, and they can be maybe you messed up at work or maybe your partner said something that hurt your feelings. Maybe you forgot to do something really important. All of these are what we would call our triangles. And these are the events that feed into the core belief and they reaffirm this that, yep, see, I'm not good enough. That, that proves it yet again. It's evidence to support that belief. However, there's also all of these events that go on throughout our day that we'll call our, our rectangles. 
And these are events that are maybe you did really well at work. Maybe your partner complimented you or did something kind for you. Maybe some a friend sent you a gift in the mail. Maybe you accomplished a goal that you had been working really hard on. All of these events are what we call evidence to the contrary. They don't support our belief system and they are the opposite to it. However, when we are lying down at the end of the night and we're really reflecting on our day, because the triangles fit the belief system and they feed into it, these are the things that we reflect on. And so we think, yep, see, I'm not good enough. There, here's the evidence to support that. When we try to think about the rectangles because they don't fit the Pac-Man's mouth, they're not the same shape, they just bounce right back out. So we don't even notice them. In order to shift our belief system, we have to be intentional in starting to notice the rectangles, the evidence to the contrary. And so one activity that I do with my clients to really help them to start to be, to be more aware of the evidence to the contrary is I have them start to keep what we call an evidence to the contrary log. And so at the end of the day, there's a physical log where I tell people you can put this in the notes section of your phone. You can track it anywhere that you would like. But at the end of the day, what you're going to do is you are going to identify your rectangles. You're go going to identify the events that took place that day that do not support the negative core belief. So they are evidence to the contrary. When you start to track these events, you can start to see like, hmm, maybe I am actually good enough. And maybe this belief is not so accurate. We really suggest, though, that when you use an evidence log, you write it down. I suggest that you don't just try to keep it in your head or at the end of the night, you're not just thinking about it, but you create a physical law. And the reason for this is because inevitably, you're going to have a really hard day and you're going to have a lot of objective triangles that pop up for you and a lot of situations that really remind you of this negative belief. On those days to be able to pull out this log, to look back and say, wait a minute, no, there's a lot of events that support that I am good enough and that this negative belief is not true. If you just store them all in your head, you're not going to have them to be able to reflect back on and it's not going to be nearly as, as effective. And so really writing them down, following up with that at a later time can help to reinforce this new belief that you're trying to form. We know that all of our beliefs truly impact our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, and our outcomes. And so if we're operating on a negative belief system, we're also then operating on negative thoughts, feelings, beliefs, behaviors, and outcomes. So if we are intentional to shift this belief and work towards a more positive, a healthier alternative, we can then create healthier feelings, behaviors, and outcomes. So it's really important that you recognize that you do have the power to change your beliefs. You do have the power to replace them with healthier alternatives. And it is by doing this work that you really will get the outcomes you're looking for. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram. And also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can find our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.